Welcome to Women That Wait, shedding light on the struggles Christian women have in finding godly counterparts. My name is Tavia and this is episode four. Let's get physical. So before I get into today's topic, I just want to take a moment to say thank you to everyone for listening to the first three episodes of Women That Wait so far. I'm just so humbled at the responses that I've gotten and the amount of listeners that I've gotten. I'm just very humbled. I'm so glad that you guys are enjoying the podcast so far. So I hope the next episodes will be um, great for you to listen to. And again, I just want to say thank you for listening and I hope you guys continue listening. Let's get physical. The reason why I chose that title is because I wanted to share something that I stumbled upon. So let's just get down to it. When we talk about physical appearance and dating in general, um, this is something that can be very, very sensitive with people. Now, when you get into the Christian um, level of dating, I think it goes up because, and to be, you know, straightforward with the men, because they have so much choice, they can really be picky. So we notice the rumble in the pews notices that a lot of men, when they meet a Christian woman or they know girls in church, um, they just generally assume that they're already spiritually sound. So then they look for other things to make their decisions. And that's where the physical appearance comes on. Where this topic came from is because I'm a part of a single Christian professionals group. The intention of this group is to connect single Christian men and women together to hopefully find, you know, soulmates. So that's kind of why I joined this group. In this group, somebody posted, and again, I'm going to keep the group name anonymous. But in this group, a gentleman posted something that struck a chord with me. So what I'm going to do first, I'm going to read you what he wrote. Then I'm going to read you my response. And then we'll talk about it. So this is what he wrote. I just want a woman with no kids, a flat stomach, who actually, quote, studies the Bible to know God, sings in the shower, can cook hot wings at home, brackets, small ones because I don't do extra bread, reminds me I skipped the gym, help me wash the car while we wrap to Tripoli, the invasion, and when I say you completely know the power that you have. The only one that makes me laugh. She'll immediately start dancing and say, and it's not fair. Let a man dream. So when this gentleman posted this paragraph, got a lot of responses. Like he just lit things up. And to be fair in his opinion, half were on his side and half were not. A lot of women were posting and saying, well, count me out because I don't have a flat stomach. So again, just to repeat, he said a lot of things, but it was the flat stomach that a lot of people responded to, including myself. So now I'm going to read you what I said. So I wrote back to him, I understand you have your preferences and your honesty is fair. You may find a woman with all these things and that's great. What happens if she changes though? She may lose the flat stomach due to pregnancy. Is your love conditional? What if she goes through a null period spiritually? Will you not want her anymore? I know too many men that spoke just like you and demanded narrowing physical attributes from a woman 
and allowed it to make or break their partner choice. They are not happy now. I believe God gives us what we need if we let him choose. As the Bible says, charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Be careful what you ask for, my brother. So the gentleman who wrote the original post responded to me directly and said, once she's mine, she's mine. I'm me, not the men you relate to. If all I wanted was a pretty woman, dot, 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 let's be for real. Enjoy your day, sis. Another man chimed in and responded to me and said, won't mind the change once it happens whilst being together. Then the original man who posted the first post agreed with him. So, I mean, there's many things to say to this. Um, I think why this post struck such a chord with me and I was saying that um, it's a sensitive topic is because, you know, unfortunately, I don't have that flat stomach. Um, but more importantly, he was, you know, he was very honest. I felt that even though he said it out loud or he posted it, I still feel, again, the rumble in the pews is that a lot of men feel the exact same way as him. They're just not saying it out loud or they're not admitting it. But you see it in the women that they choose. Um, I don't know if Christian men or men in general realize this, but I know I do this all the time, that I feel that the woman that a man chooses is a reflection of them. So if I see a woman and she looks a certain way, like, you know, she looks like, you know, she just walked out of a magazine, I feel that is directly connected to the man, like this woman is representing how he feels about himself, how he feels about life as well. And I've heard men say this. I've heard men say that they want a woman um, that looks a certain way so that when they go to certain functions that they can give off a certain appearance, right? So, but I mean, in general, I think this is hard. And I, you know, this post, I'll admit, it made me feel really bad because I feel like it was like a reality check. It's like, yeah, that's why you're single because you don't look a certain way. When a man just comes right out and says it, and again, I've heard men say this. I had a conversation with two Christian men um, some time ago, and they were talking about what they wanted in a Christian woman. One man said, and actually these men, just to be clear, were both dating women at this time. One man said, I just want a woman that prays. The other man said, I'm more of a face person. Um, that's what they said. So I'm sitting there and I, 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 felt, I felt encouraged by the gentleman who said he just wants a woman that prays. I felt very discouraged by the man who said, I'm more of a face person. As I mentioned before, those two gentlemen were dating. They're not dating those women at this time, I'm not necessarily sure who they ended up with, but um, I think that's why I appreciate the man's perspective. And I do have to understand that men are different. So I'm going to read you a man's response to what this post said. And one gentleman said, so once she finishes cooking your wings and eating, she'll need to go get her tail on that treadmill and then do some crunches to keep that belly flat. 
I hear you, bro. To be honest, I wasn't sure if he was just mocking um, the post or if he was just like, yeah, I agree with you. Like, she needs to be able to cook and then she needs to go, she can cook, she can eat, but she needs to maintain that body. Yeah, it's very, again, it's very discouraging because especially as a woman, you know, you try very hard and especially as you get older, it gets more difficult to maintain, you know, your physical parents. A lot of us, we don't look like how we look when we were 16. Um, and I'm sure a lot of married people will tell you that over time you change, you change physically, you change emotionally, you change spiritually, and you hope that the person that you are living with, your, your spouse, will be understanding of that. And unfortunately, and this is not anybody who is a Christian, but a lot of people told me they divorce because people change. And if you're with someone for a long time, yeah, I think a lot of us, I know especially myself, my biggest fear and hindrance is that, you know, this gentleman will look at me one way and then if I change because of age, then, you know, he'll fall out of love with me. And the other thing I fear is that trying so hard to maintain physical beauty that I might make myself sick or make myself ill and just, you know, and I hear it from women all the time. I have to go to the hairdresser. I have to wear my hair this way. I have to go to the gym. I can't eat this and I can't eat that. My husband won't appreciate that. And it's hard. So the other thing I want to say about this is that essentially what I'm saying is that I hear that men, the rumble in the pews is that men, physical appearance are is important to them. And that's a non-negotiable. What a man actually pointed out to me is that when men demand this physical, such a high physical standard of beauty from women as um, a requirement to date them, it's similar to a woman saying that she wants a man who makes six figures. So, and then to say, is that fair? So when I hear that, um, I will say I'm not a woman who demands a man to make six figures. What that could also represent is security. A lot of women, they need security. The way that they speak about it or what they choose to represent security could be different. For instance, um, a lot of women, security means that they want to marry someone who will never divorce them, never cheat on them, never leave them. Um, another idea is they want a lot of women want a man who provide for them financially so that they will look to this as their career choice or their education representing the fact that they'll always be able to get a job or always be able to make a certain amount of money maybe not six figures but will get a good amount of money so for instance maybe a lot of women would never date and marry a man who worked as a gas station attendant because that's not there's no longevity in that that's what a lot of women will say I'm not saying I'm saying that um a lot of women do say okay well I want a man who makes six figures because that means he will be able to give me a lifestyle and maintain a lifestyle that I desire and that's security for them whether it's right or wrong is one thing what I'm trying to say is that and what the gentleman pointed out to me was that how is that not similar 
to a man demanding the physical appearance. Um, demanding a woman have a flat stomach. Um, something that's not, especially as Christians, we are called as the verse that I read to him, charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting. Like we shouldn't be, we really should be looking at the heart. We really should be looking at their walk with God. Like that is something that we should be picky about. But instead we're picky about things that can change. You know, a woman could marry a man who makes six figures and he could lose his job the next day. A man could marry a woman who is a size zero and has a flat stomach and she could get into a car accident and, you know, balloon up a hundred pounds. Does that mean he's not going to be, she's not desirable to him anymore? Does that mean he's going to go look at someone else? Does that mean that this man who makes, who made six figures loses his job? Does that mean her security is gone? Does that mean this woman needs to go somewhere else and get money and leave him? The problem, I think, is that when we make these things the foundation of what we're looking for in somebody, we can essentially miss out someone amazing. We've heard so many stories um, of non-Christians who met and they both had nothing. I just heard, I just read something about Denzel Washington and his wife, Pauletta, when they met and had their first date and this actually blew my mind away. It was their son telling us that his mom paid for the first date because Denzel Washington was broke. And you're like, huh? But yeah, that's how much, you know, those that just didn't matter to her. And it blew me away because I think, and that's another long topic about who pays on the first date. Um, it's very debatable, but I mean, if you see where they are now, like what would it have been if she said, oh no, this guy made me pay for the first date or this guy couldn't even afford to pay for the first date. I don't want him. So, you know, different, different strokes with different folks, but I'm just, this is what the son put out there. This is what happened. And we see they're still together. We see where he is. She's an amazing supporter. So Again, I just want to put it out there that sometimes we, you know, we put up these things, these ideas of things that are not important and we block out and we miss out on people who could be wonderful. And I think we also have to just examine ourselves, examine our hearts, um, allow the Lord to search our hearts and say, where did we get these ideas from in the first place? So where did we get this idea that, and why is it so important to us? Um, these certain things. Why? And is this of God? Again, do we really want to just, especially as Christians, we are called to a higher standard. And again, we're building a, a foundation. We're building, want to build a family of believers. So we need our foundation to be strong. I mentioned this because I did hear about a situation where a man married a woman. She had a baby. She gained weight. And he's no longer with this woman. And that was one of his reasons. I thought that was really unfair because, to be honest, if I were to show you the picture, you would not see much of a difference from when they got married to now. She really did not put on a lot of weight. It was just really ridiculous how he was making it sound. But again, I think it's even the fact when we let these things fester in our minds. At the same time, again, if... This is what's important. This is important. I know another person 
who was very clear about the things that she wanted her husband. She said her husband had to have a master's and he had to have this particular physical attribute. And you know what? God gave her that man and she's fine. You know, they're okay. He came with a lot of other things um, that she had to, you know, um, resign with her. But at the same time, the exact, those things that she asked for, she got. So, and like I said, different strokes for different folks. What works out for one person doesn't, may not work out for the other. And to say that there's some magical recipe of what to say is different. I think it's just about the foundation and listening to God and really allowing him to choose and just being faithful and you know what's right or wrong. So, well, I just want to know your comments. What do you think? Do you think this post was bad? Do you think he was wrong in demanding that this woman have a flat stomach? Or do you think he was being honest and that's fair and more of us should be honest? Maybe some of us are sneaky and we just say, oh yeah, we just want a person who, you know, who loves Jesus. That's it. And then after we get married, we find out, well, we really wanted this. We really wanted that. And now we're frustrated and, you know, then, then we're just unhappy. So again, um, follow us on IG, Women That Wait. And on Facebook, give us your comments. Again, thank you for listening. This is Women That Wait.